0: Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Red and White Authority. This is episode number 19. Uh, We continue alumni week as the fantasy camp has just wrapped up. The last hockey game at Joe Louis Arena. And our special guest is former Red Wing Darren McCarty. Uh, And Darren, I think it's really appropriate that episode number 19... Oh, yeah. The Steve Iserman episode, shall I say? Yeah. And you are the guest. I'm sure somewhere, Stevie's probably shedding a tear right now. Is that
1: what he's doing? Shedding a tear or shaking his head uh, with it down in disgust? And um, well, I, I was his. Uh, as Art, you were Scotty's whipping boy. I definitely was Stevie's. So, you know, just to, it took me three years to stop crying to realize that he picked on me so much because he liked me. So I'm good with it. We're good now, and we, and you know what? I moved closer to him so I could still watch this back because I'm down. In, Clearwater, and he's in Tampa, so i still got his back.
0: Well, I, the thing that's great about you, and you know I've told you this over the years. Tell I know you were born in B.C., grew up in Leamington, the tomato capital of Canada. Yeah. And But I've always said from the moment I met you, which was y- y- your rookie year, You've always kind of had a Detroit soul. And for somebody who grew up in Ontario, you seem to gravitate to the Detroit teams as opposed to the Toronto teams, which I would imagine in Leamington was about a 50 50 split.
1: No, Leamington was not. There was like maybe four of us Detroit fans. Really? But no, it was Montreal and Toronto. And, you know, it's a melting pot, so, you know, the Italians, Lebanese, Portuguese, Munja cakes like me, but. I was Detroit, but they were the Dead Wings then. And uh, um, but I loved it, maybe because Proby was from there and breaking in, and the toughness and Stevie. And um, I think TV had a big thing. You know, we had uh, two, four, seven, nine, fifty-six back in the day. Pass came along, right? So I mean, to me, actually, I fell in love with the Tigers before I fell in love with the Red Wings. Um, just because you know, anybody who knows me, I'm. A, I love baseball first, and. Um, but I'm realistic. I was better at beating people up than hit a curveball. So you know that's that's just the truth. So that's that's pretty much it. That I come over here a lot. You know, I was uh, I tell everybody that I've lived over here longer than I've lived in Canada. But I'm Camerican. Comer- so you're Camerican. Yeah, but there's a few of us. So but a lot has to do with with. Uh, I know at school we learned the Prime Ministers and stuff, but it seems like South of London, you're more Americanized if you want to be, even like to Chatham now. So I think even driving over there, how it's developed so much and, you know, Canada is not as, as it used to be. And um, I'm proud to be from there and and I do consider myself uh, a Detroiter, uh, a a surrogate Detroiter. I'm, A, I'm uh, I'm an adopted child, so, uh, so you know, by my dad, so I'm adopted by the city and I love it to death.
0: Well, you know, and obviously I had a great relationship with uh, with uh, with your parents, with your dad, Craig, and uh, I can remember missing the beginning of a radio show, because I was enjoying myself having dinner with him so much, and I can always remember because I was doing a show with Terry Foster at the time, the old sports doctors, and Terry was upset with me, and I kept saying, which became a line, was do you know, uh, the McCartys are just wonderful people? I just kept saying. I, it, I, I I
1: hear that drop all the time. Right. You know, and you usually end up except for their kids. And your father always said yeah, yeah. He always said that to December me, right, kid, he always no. said
0: that to me, hey Art, did you hear that the McCartys are wonderful people yeah. because they were driving home listening to oh, the show and so,
1: and, and and that's the way it was, I mean, the rules in the car growing up as my dad was driving around, who worked, owned his own air conditioning <laughs> company, worked, you know, 6am till midnight or whatever it was, but he, he, he never touched that radio and it was always on <laughs> W, J, R, or whatever. Well, D, F, N,
0: sometimes was sports. Well, no, right? I
1: mean, I'm talking right, right. when, when you I were growing was growing up. up. Right, But D, F, N, to hear you guys right. when we were playing and stuff like that.
0: Well, he, yeah, obviously, we can go on about your dad. I mean, he was a wonderful man. I mean, you, you know, without you question. Gotcha. One, one, one of the best. And I always enjoyed uh, uh, seeing your parents and talking to them. And that's the thing that, and that's why I got back to that whole Detroit thing, because you just assimilated so naturally into being a Detroiter. Well, you know, as you get older and
1: experience things in life and can look back in, in hindsight and in retrospect, is you, you really start to see a little bit, like a glimmer of maybe like, your life's path um, and to be proud of. And it's just, you know, I, I feel um, so blessed. And what I tried, you know, what's important is I tried to do it for all the guys who couldn't you know all the all my buddies that I play with people I didn't know but all the guys that I meet you know to this day the guys that are out here in fantasy camp
0: mm-hmm.
1: that wanted it just as bad as I did but forever for for whatever reason I won that lottery ticket to 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 the path that I was on and I can honestly say with the stuff that I've been through I didn't appreciate it when I played you know I thought it would never end and you know I I would change things, but I think that's part of growing up, and that's part of the humility, but that's part of made me who it, who I am but without this city, the love of the people that i've met that i haven't met, you know, like coming back to the Joe and it was very important to do this last, and i didn't realize it'd be the last time the ice was in and we did to escape, yeah, yeah. but you know the where I'm at you know uh, in my life and be able to to see and really sit back and appreciate, you know, to come back and say goodbye. It's just, like I said, it's like it's like you're uh, putting down a family pad or something like that. But, you, you know, we get to come back and, you know, it's, you know, skate a few times and say goodbye to the old girl. And that means to everybody who is here in the building that has gone through over the past 25 years that I've been here experiences... Just to be able to say goodbye, because moving into the new building again, just like change or anything, and a lot of same people will be there. But again, it's a new start in a new place, and it will never be here. So, being back, it just it's it's great. There's no sad moments or whatever. It's just time for everything to go, and. Never realized, like, looking in the room, like you were saying, they've taken Stevie's locker and Hank where Hank was, and, you know, Art and I are reminiscent about how the locker room used to be, but, you know, you see all these boxes in there and how they're moving, and it's, you know, it's coming to fruition, and and it's for real, and it's for real in, like,
0: a month. (laughs) Well, right, and and that's the thing, that Joe Louis Arena, you know, has its own quaint and unique charm, but this building is going to be remembered... For the teams. Well, it's that the house here. you
1: grew up in, and then and then you win the lottery, and it's the house you get to build. Right.
0: Well,
1: it's me. pretty much the house that you always want to have. Like, I don't know if I'm, yeah, the people are like me where they're like, oh, I see that on TV, or I drive by there and go, oh man, that'd be a nice addition to the house. Right. Or just right. if I could have that little piece just out of the house, just that little side area, or whatever. That's pretty much. Well, and they, they and and what they did, you have to look. Right? What do I say? You're going to make mistakes. Don't don't make the same ones twice. So when they built this, they forgot about our wonderful media people and the press box, and they might have overlooked a few things when they (laughs) built this arena. Now in the new one, they've taken care of every nook and cranny. And I think that just really the logistical-wise is how... It's a first it's a first time marriage between right. football or football between hockey and basketball. So two different crews are going to have to, you know, form one team and that's, you know, that'll be it, that'll be interesting too. I'll be I'll be around to stir the pot, I'm sure.
0: Well, that'll be great. I want to go back to your junior days. Oh. To Belleville. Hell yeah. Oh. Your your 50 goal scorer, right? 55. Art. Well, uh, Come, well, on. <laughs> Come on. Come yeah, on. Right. You got to get yeah, it right, I, right if, right, I'm, if yeah, I if I did it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's not like you know. It's not like you're talking to Brad Hall or something like that, and 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 going like, "Holly, you scored fifty two this year." Yeah, man, was it fifty two? Was it fifty one? Because I got seventy back here, you know, like.
0: So, well, yeah, the, my greatest Brett Hall story was always that he came in one day and I was doing the show in Studio P, the Red Wing post game show, and you know, you guys always kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys always had like a little lull in January or something. So you'd lost or you got one point in four games or something. I don't know what it was. And some guy calls up because you were a little bit older team and tells me that well, you know, it, it's I'm a um, you know, he was some sort of doctor, and he said, you know, it's proven that you know, just like you have growth spurts, you also have age spurts, meaning that your body, from a certain age to a certain age, uh you know, ages more rapidly. And he essentially said most of the Red Wings were in this this spot where you guys were aging rapidly, and that's why you weren't playing. Yeah, you know, well, you know, on the radio, you hear all kinds of things. So, I say, okay, so Brett comes in, you know, uh, beverage in hand. Sits down next to me, and I go to a break, and he says, "So what are they saying?" And so I told him exactly what this guy said, and so he gets up, he goes ah, and he he's going walking out of the studio, and he looks at me, and he goes, "It's all up here, man. It's all up here." And I never forgot that because, and actually, Michael Farber, Sports Illustrated, wrote. Yeah, you know, I told him that, and he put it in a story about you guys. Um, but that's true. It is a you know, you have to mentally well, it's, be beyond, be, be there. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, talent can only take you so far. Well, you know what? The more, uh,
1: the more you're out of the game. And I'm, you know, obsessed in Florida. and I'm playing golf, and you know, I would relate it um, to the differences. We all have the physical ability. You look at it on the. You the know, best in the world. They have the physical ability. But what separates? We saw the British Open with Jordan Spieth. Right. The mentality to take it. That's what made Tiger Woods so great. So the mentality in sport, and especially in hockey, of self-belief, but also that you believe in yourself, that you bring the best, and the guy beside you is bringing his best to complement you. And that's why you win. You win because you got the right pieces of the puzzle, and you got... All the right engine parts working, working correctly, right. and
0: but then that goes. But, into
1: that, but that, but that's learn. That's learn. You can be, you can throw the physical, most physically fit, athletic. But if they got no hockey sense. You got a bunch of those guys, you ain't winning nothing.
0: Well, and that's why I think this team meshed so well, because you come in as a 50-goal scorer, but from the moment you put on the old red and white with that winged wheel, you knew what there was a role to be filled, oh. Because because look, you're not... You're not certainly a small man, but it's, you, it's, but you're not a heavyweight either. I mean, no, you you, you are like a middleweight like who a, took on everybody. Light 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 heavyweight. Okay, all right. Light heavyweight. I'll
1: uh, uh, I'll. Middleweight. You. I like middleweight though, because I like when the middleweights fight. Because you know when guys my size fight me, right? I get I used to get excited. i used to be excited all the time when I was a kid. <laughs> I was crazy though. We knew that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, now that I mellowed out a little bit, no. But I like guys that are my size to fight. Like. Like, that's how I
0: grew up. I mean, the punch-in-the-face contest. But you would take on everybody. Who was, like, the largest? Did you fight Chris Simon a lot or anybody I'd like that? F- yeah, i fought all those. Because uh, he
1: always was scary to me. That was yeah, the one that guy that old, I figured. Uh, you know, yeah. No, I'll tell you this, though. And God rest his soul, Derek Bugard. Oh, really? Si- when I was in Calgary, S- Simon and Bugard fought. Simon hit him with a bomb, right? In the button, right the nose on the button with the left. Bougard didn't even flinch. Oh, whoa. <laughs> And then Cy got like the better of him, whatever, and he, Cy goes back and he goes, that's the hardest I've ever hit anybody and he didn't even move. Like, that Bougard was, the him and Eric Goddard, Bougard and Eric Goddard in Calgary had the, Bougard, or Goddard was as tough as it gets, but um, really? you know, that's, that's different leagues. You know, that's the Joey twist, the uh, Hit you and <laughs> well, kill a twist. you. Hit you and kill you. You like I, I like to, you know I don't mind getting stitches and you know b- black eyes and you know maybe uh, you know you, you get a little of, you know sensitive affection for it. You know that's not a bad thing for looking that part. But they, who wants to f- get right. their frigging face smashed in or you know lose their life and let alone get concussions and stuff. But but
0: back then you were more than willing to do that.
1: Well, I had oh yeah no, but they, they it would. I knew with Proby, you know, it looked like he was on his way. They they needed a guy like me. They needed that that's the difference and they didn't have a um, you know, their Jim Cummins was down there, but they didn't have a guy like I could score but I knew that to make it to the NHL and what I could supply was what is the physical element, and then we'll work on the skills, and we'll try to add some key, and just that uh, competitive, and to be the guy that would do, I, like I told Kenny Holland in my interview before I drafted, what, were you, what would you do to make, I said, anything. He was. Well, what do you mean anything? I said, I'll, I'll do anything. You tell me what to do. If i got to go here and power skating, and I did. If i got to go to Sweden, I'll go to Sweden. I did twice. You know, if I I will do whatever it takes to make this And that's what they want to hear,
0: really. Right? Well, no, no, they want to see no, but I mean, but they knew you but were they, sincere. I
1: mean, well, they knew I was sincere. There was always a knock on the skating, but I would overcome it because I was not going to be denied. It's like it's like the, I tell everybody now is that I got four and a half years. My goal is to play in uh, like the senior open or the senior senior U.S. Open. Like the, the so you're you're turning your your pro a golf. as you're, you know, like an amateur or whatever, like that. But to golf, just to play in it. To prove to myself, that's goals like that, to prove to myself, so stuff like that. So since I was eight years old, I was never, I was always going to do, it was just the mindset, and I would do whatever it took. Now granted, I had a skill set that was needed, and it was be physical, and I loved to fight, and I wasn't afraid to fight, especially for the right, you know, for the right reason, you know, it's like you know it's like gladiator, it, 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 honestly it's like the gladi- it, it you know but right. when it's when it's for integrity and a purpose hence you know the Lemieux thing but just to protect your your king your captain whatever it is you know like you're, you're I'm not, I wasn't afraid to you know there's leadership skills of some but I I'm great I'm fine playing second fiddle to the to the general guys and and making sure it was all good.
0: Yeah, and I want to get in the grind line, the whole amuse stuff, but I but I will say this, and we've talked about this a lot. During the playoffs, I don't think there was another player in the NHL that owned Patrick Waugh quite like you. I mean you had a knack of scoring goals against him, scored a hat trick against him. I mean, is it just that you just rise to the occasion, you're so psyched up, you know, he was you know the rivalry with well, Colorado, all that stuff, because that it's, would it's Because like, you know that I'm right. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, he's he's a hall of famer, but I, you know, some guys just have other guys' numbers, and and you got to look back to two. Because how many games did we play against them? You know, what were the games about? The bigger the game, the 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 bigger the moment. I I love, obviously, I love the spotlight. I love the mic. I mean, you give me the stage. The bigger the moment, the bigger I get up for it. Yeah, you get through. You learn how to the butterflies and you learn how but you learn how to harness that into into you know like people should you know when you're experiencing different things um it's okay to be afraid but be aware of it and embrace it because you haven't been there before and if it's like an excitement or if it's like on the golf course you know maybe you're hitting at the best yard you're like waiting for the shooter fall but don't just enjoy how the point that you got to you're feeling all this, and this isn't hockey. And this is in life. But you're feeling all this because it's foreign. Okay, it's foreign. Right. Embrace it as foreign and let it go where it's gonna go. But then work to get back there and improve on it a little at a time. And that's you know, and that's what all in all is. You know, I guess. How I see the secret,
0: and I wish I would have seen it this way 20 years ago, but that's not the way it works. Well, you know, that's that's just, as you said, it's part of the maturation process. I think everybody in this room, because we have a little bit of an audience here today, except for Andrew, who's perfect, uh, that could, could look back and think that... Uh, there's always something that I don't know if it's a regret that you could have done differently. Let's put it that way. Yeah, that's human nature. Though. Let's
1: say it, it's self. You know, for me, it's it's self awareness. Right, right. Well, that's a great. That good it great way of putting no, it No, but that, that that it happens and that you feel that way. You know, it's it's all right to feel like you're you're pissed you're pissed off. <laughs> okay. Yeah, be pissed off, but be aware you're. Uh, where you're pissed off and why you are and then do it and then get it out of your system and you'll realize how stupid it is.
0: Let's go back a few years ago. Well, you got ago. me on
1: this couch, Art. So yeah, yeah I know. Feel I, know. Like I'm in the, I, I feel you like
0: you don't need S- therapist S- so S- I mean Sigmund Freud here. I'm Sigmund Freud Jr. I wish we were in Vienna or something. You're, you got uh, the hair, that's for sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, let's 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 go back. I open up I open up the newspaper, and you know I still read a newspaper. And it was several years ago, and I see that you and Claude Lemieux are at a card show together, and there was a, a a story, a little note about it that you're actually friendly, you know, that you get along. Yet, let's go back to the twenty six because I think. And I know you've documented this and this, you know, but, now, but, I mean, that was preordained or that was premeditated, right? That whole, you knew that if you had an well, opening, I, I you was were going to get them.
1: I was going to get them. I didn't know how, so, I mean, it wasn't premeditated into the,
0: the how, but, but you got to understand. Bit.
1: No, I was going to get them, okay? <laughs> but you got to understand is that there was a bigger purpose to that game and this is a, this is why it worked out the way it was, is because that revenge, sweet revenge, I call it, was not the biggest thing. The, pro, the thing was the year before we won 62 games, set the league record, which will never be broken. For uh, wins. For wins in a season, and then lost. And that's after losing to, to Jersey the year before in the finals. Right, then right. losing to Colorado. And that's when we realized holy cow, we may never get back. You know, after after losing the Devils, it was, ah, we'll get back, and we won't let it happen again. Then it was like, holy how do you, it's like, you know, what uh, Golden State went through in basketball. But, you know, to that to that point, it was, we lost all three games. We lost to them the year before in the playoffs and lost all three games during the regular season. So they well, had our number. This was it. It was the fourth, yeah, this was that's the fourth right. game. that's right. They had our number. So I, I tell everybody, that the revenge would have happened. Right. If I, I mean honestly, if if, if nothing would have happened and we were loo- like losing the game, or if I had to do something stupid, I would have done something stupid. You know. Right. Right. I, I would have. I mean, like honestly, and everybody who knows me knows I would have. But I didn't need to because the because because the team was put first because the game was most important. You can always play the game. That's what we were playing the game. Forsberg had another idea. You wanted to wrestle around with Igor. With and, e- Igor, yeah, of all and, people. Hey, and the thing, if you watch it, Shannon, it was unwritten rope. Everybody in the locker room knew that if something was going to be done, I was going to do it. Right, yeah. But no one ever talked about it. Because there was nothing to talk about. You just knew. But it was like unwritten. It was like, without being said, just be ready. So everybody was sort of on edge. Like, right, 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 right. Shannon, you know, Shannon, God bless him. Foot grabbed me, and Adam Foot's got a stronger grip. Exactly right. like that, and Shandy came in and broke his arms as I'm trying to get away, looking for Lemieux. And then it just the the right. Shandy the ran the for you. That was yeah. Uh, not only there setting me free, so I could come out and clobber him <laughs> and get him a turtle, but but to pick Wall off, like just inches from grabbing me, and I'd never realized he was there until after we watched the video in the room during intermission. So.
0: You know, Patrick Waugh has said, and I don't know where I read it, that when he and Shanahan met, he messed up his shoulder, and it was never the same. Of course he did. You know, that, that pirouette, I mean, that well, was... Well, I mean, hey,
1: but... So stay in your net or don't whine and cry. I mean, jeez, you know what? Like what you when know, Hey, know. I I, I, uh, I, was never so, the, I was never the same uh, after I, I met you, it. Art. So I, I mean, like, <laughs> where does that go? Patrick Juana well, or, or... Well,
0: we'll I was going to say, you're friends with Lemieux. It doesn't sound like you're friendly with Wah. Well, I don't
1: know Patrick Waugh, but I, the one thing about... He it knows you, I'm pretty 14, sure. 14, right, exactly. But, but again, he wouldn't want to know me because he seems like the type of guy that, like, you know, keeps it the way it is. I have a ton of respect, the utmost respect, because like, if you give me, you know, a team, I put Patrick, all-time team Patrick Waugh there as, as a goalie, just the competitiveness and stuff, but it, I don't know personally. But the guy, again, on Claude, 14 years later, I met him, I I... And you know what, I don't condone what he did and as a player I that's I don't respect that that some of the dirty shit he did. But uh, but what I do as as a man and a human being is a good he's a good dude and I stand by my word is that, you know, people sometimes you get that on the ice or in you know, at their job or whatever, they're different than than else. So I just call it like I see it and yeah, I mean yeah, and we've done, and you know what? The thing about him is, is, we signed those pictures. He signed a turtle. He signed a turtle before, and he's, you know, he gives his money to charity. So God bless.
0: Right. So and that's, you know, and it's nice that you know that you know bygones be bygones, so to speak, and that you've developed a a relationship with Look, him. See, that's where you're wrong. The
1: ice is the history. It is what it is, and that is always there. There's
0: not. Well, yeah. It's, it's this very is well all. Documented. This is
1: all post. You know, this is like, it's
0: easy because it's over. And I and it's easy because I won. Well, yeah, you wouldn't have been friends during your playing careers, obviously. We weren't. We didn't even talk. Right, right. You know right, what I mean? Right.
1: So then you can... Be, but it's also tough to get to know, unless you grew up with a guy or play with a guy... You know, to, to, right. to get to know other guys while you're playing against them, especially if you fight them or come, you know, you'll get to know them respect-wise at different things, but you don't get to really know them till, as, till you're done and what they're all about. Because well, everybody's got, you know, it's, it's you know, everybody's got, it's, it's the same way in the media, you know, I can speak because of being in the media, it's the same way as, you know, everybody's got a little bit of a guard up because, it, you know, it at the end of the day, it is a job, so...
0: It, there's not much difference between being a medium member and a player. Only you guys play the games. It's you know it's performance based for the most part. I mean, there's are similarities. Don't talk to me. I know both sides. Yeah, Go I know. Uh, but uh, but let me quickly. Twenty six. It's now become almost cliché ish. But that was the day the Red Wings. Became that championship team and became Well, it, you, it, because you were a dominant they, regular season the,
1: team, but Kabuki that was dust got lifted off the thing. Right, hindsight we can talk about right. it, and look about it because we got the record. At the time, I can honestly say, like in the room after the period or after after the game, we like it was different. There was a different. They it gave us our our belief in each other right like we believed in each other we stood up for each other but we knew at that point that we had what it took you know whether we were going to do it or not we we just that was because everybody was involved and everybody played a part and a big part you go through that game greatest game if I was gonna if I had one hockey game to to tell somebody about I mean they would only get that game because there's no such thing as like it anymore. But but it had you know eleven goals, nine fights, and just the drama. The you could cut and you could cut it. You watch it on TV and you can if you know this you could feel that how touching. And then here you could feel
0: in a game you probably should have been kicked out of. You score the game winning goal. Well, you know what. <laughs> I don't
1: make the universal <laughs> rules. Some higher power than me does, and you know what? Art timing is everything. I right. must have, you know, my, it's you do. I tell my, I tell my my people, my boys. I tell them, you know what? When you're you, when you have pure intentions, you might not get what you want, but you will provide what you need, and good things will happen. So that that uh, for whatever reason. You know, it
0: was uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything. When you think of the grind line, at that point where the grind line was starting to, Joey comes out of the beer league and Lakeland, and well, that and, was the... and you. You're you're not a grind liner at that point. <laughs> I gotta watch the captain. You know? Yeah, yeah, because you were on Stevie's line yeah. exactly. So. So then, is when Joey goes, you're a natural fit. But you were always with those guys anyway. I mean, oh, they, yeah. were your, they were they were well, your the, the camaraderie between you and Malpy and Draper and Izzy and Martin. I mean, yeah, I can go on. Marty I mean, you, you Dandy, know, Dandy, Dandy, all you guys. But but I mean, so it was almost a natural fit when Joey left that you would that you would uh, you would step right into that. Yeah,
1: but the way Scotty used it early was that he start you know, especially more in the playoffs. Is he'd start the game with me on the line, and play a couple shifts depending on what the matchup was, and he'd play Joey throughout the game, and then he might throw me back later, late in the game, last ten or whatever. So, but we'd always played it. That's the greatest. One of the people asked me what made Scotty Bowman the best right. coach ever, and, and you know, I psychologist by far, by far and away the greatest psychologist, and just know the, how to read people and how to get the most out of people. And, you know, he didn't treat it. He did not treat everybody the same. Absolutely <laughs> not. But, you know, he got the most out of it. But what he did the best was he get upset. And we all, at one point in practice or one in the games, like out of the blue, right. played with each other on the ice with our hockey sticks and, like, line, lines, whether the D, the D were usually, D was usually the same, but then the guys would interchange, and he had a knack for doing that, so we just draped it. Yeah, the, the thing, the camaraderie, because right. we were, like, all thick as thieves, and we did everything together. You know, I, I don't, we were like, that was our, that was our frat, you know? Like, we didn't go to university, but we did everything. So right. when you you know when you live and breathe and you know with with each other and and so in practice you know we're young and we're out there all the time and you just learn you just you find out and then it becomes second nature and then
0: scotty just does a way to implement it and there we go and i'm not you know i'm a bit of a hockey historian i mean especially red wings i mean i followed the game since i was a little boy but I always have felt, and I could be wrong on this, that hockey was always like the fame production line. You know, obviously those guys were uh, the Red Wings, but they scored goals. I mean, most most lines that get a nickname are scoring lines. Is the grind line the first line that was known for just grittiness and toughness. I mean grinders. I mean I'm kinda trying to figure that out that Uh, I I know how the name came about, but I mean that but you know, to be affiliated with the grind line
1: Well to be affiliated with the production line or the Russian five or Well
0: right the Russian but those guys too were highly skilled yeah Ah, highly
1: skilled players. But I think that goes to to that it's Detroit. You know Detroit's life You know, like the production line is the the offensive side. The grind line is the the work. You know, the production line is um, the flashy side of the car sales and the, the You know, which is the They're, good part. But the grind line are the guys on the line. You know, they can all relate, and they and they all do. And it whether you work at odd like so. You know, at the at the Chrysler plant, Ford plant, whatever, or what you do day to day, you're grinding your life out. You can appreciate the hard work. That's why they like. You know, we just, right. we just, whatever it was, and we loved. You know, the. I mean, those two, <laughs> M- enjoy, Maltby and Draper. Oh man, just <laughs> they not only that the it was always this way for ten years. It was you had Maltby Draper in the West for best penalty killers, and then you had Madden, Pandolfo, Jersey. Right, right, and right. And the other two, and then, like, just the way to watch, and those, to watch Drapes and Maltz, just because when Scott implemented the left wing lock, the center and the left winger have to be pretty much, like, uh, partners. The right winger, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much said because we're not smart enough. And you we can do whatever go, you want, huh? Absolutely. Just go chase the puck, you know, and, and obviously win, but the sync, you know, the, the synchronicity they had, But the best p- part about that man is they love to piss people off, and they love to do. Man, I don't know how many. The, no, the, that's okay. You can say. I that. I don't know how many times uh, going to a pile and guys on the other team would just be living. How do you, you know, how do you play with these guys? I mean, they're just <laughs> cheap. You know, that's that they're. You know, like they're a holes, and I'm like, I'm like, you yeah, got, you know them. They are a holes, but they're my a holes. <laughs> now what? So, and they are my, they are absolutely. But you know, that's that's the, you know, we're we're all brothers, and that's the, you know, what we sit here, and that's, in hindsight, you know, when you look back, and they say you. After you win, you know, probably sitting in this from whatever. Oh, does it doesn't feel like, you know, oh, you know, back, you know, you. it takes you a while, years later, to look back and say, you know, what? It's, it's about that journey. It's about the guys that you share it with to this day. Whatever it is. It could be the stupid thing about somebody does something to remind with somebody else, and then, boom, there's a thread. And guys keep each other up to date, and guys... You know, care about each other like genuinely as as human beings. Well, certainly, yeah. I mean,
0: the the, the bond between you fellas, uh, and, and, again- and winning
1: winning obviously was the caveat and the organization because of that. But you know, you just don't this. I and mean, as we talk about this building, you say goodbye to it. You know, that's what the people. It's about the people, because and and to all make everything go together and the interaction and. We all sitting here, and we got stories because we've, we've been here for for years and years, and so that's that's what I appreciate.
0: Well, I, you, going back, go back to '97 when you win that cup for the first cup, Detroit's first cup in 42 years. Uh, yeah, I, I've talked to Matthew this week. I've talked to Anders this week. I've talked to Larry this week. All your, your compatriots out on the ice during uh, uh, Fantasy Week here, but for you. Who knows the history of the Red Wings? Grew up a Detroit fan, winning that first cup in '97, and they're all important. It's not. I'm not asking you to like like no. is it your all-time favorite, but that had to be a very special moment in well, your life. It
1: was, and just you know because of uh, battling my sobriety. I was sober, sober at the time, and I uh, like a year, and it, that was the time when I first you know had for the first time really. Took it head on, and, and just things in my life. My son had been born, and things in my life were looking were good. And obviously, winning the championship and then scoring the goal, you know, have it, like I say, it's like, a one guy. You had a knack for scoring big goals in
0: the playoffs. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, but that's
1: when you need them. I don't need to score the ones. That anybody can score. Yeah. 82 season. games. Who cares about that, right? It's just a warm-up, huh? <laughs> Your warm-up. But at the end of the day, do you want you know? Do you want the president's trophy or do you want the hardware? Please, I'll, t- I'll try to take both. I mean, I'm trying to win the president's trophy, but um, no, it was surreal and just you know, my dad was still alive, right? I mean, right. And ball and his multiple myeloma, and my grand was still alive, and just my family, and just to be able to share. All that with everybody to be able to go home and shove it up. A couple people. Did you take the cup ends. back home
0: to Leamington or what did you do when you were able to yeah, get I it? I took to
1: my grandma's. I took the Leamington it on the old rink. It's not there. Did you put way. a
0: bunch of tomatoes in it or anything? Because it is the tomato yeah, capital of Canada.
1: That's what plants we were putting in there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's <laughs> uh, corn. You win the cup. City couldn't be higher. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, but oh, Art, right. <laughs> wasn't even gone there. <laughs> no, but but anyway, uh, but it it really kind of came crashing down on everybody because of the limo accident. Yeah. The mindset of the team, and you know, I talked to Murph about this, but it always seemed that most of the you fellas that I've talked to said '98 season was truly a prelude to the to the playoffs. You fellas knew oh. how good you were, and you were Wait, you, and you were just you know going to win. That
1: started that. Scotty started that in, in training camp because after, you know, the, the, what a roller coaster. You know that whole day. I remember that with the limos and, and yeah, that Roddy would be yeah, But just terrible, just because of the parade, and the highs, and just celebrating, doing things the right way, and not working. But started training camp. Scotty pretty much came there and, and pretty much gave us like we needed that healing time celebration time so that was the best trip. that was the most fun for us because there was there was more uh, more uh, focus on the golf than there was even on training camp which you never see in today's day and age but that's what we needed and because we had an older team because we would won because he we were responsible we were he you know took the training wheels off us because we earned it and uh you know you can say what you want about scotty and stuff but he didn't know the way we did and, and that and that's what you said the whole year was getting everybody healthy because we wanted to win it for vladdy and that was brought up by louis would believe early right, on right. In the season that was dave lewis and we all loved it and you know
0: i don't want to go with like oprah or dr phil on you here but how did that change you I mean, because I would imagine when something catastrophic like that happens to uh, uh, not only you know, uh, Fatisov was involved in that, Sergei Manatsakanov and Vladdy, their lives, Sergey's and, and Vladdy's were impacted forever. I mean, did, did was it was it? I don't want to say a wake up call, but was that when you know it was nah, became like real life or anything for nah, you?
1: Nah, no, I think I was too young and. You know, it was unfortunate to focus more on the tragedy than I didn't right. think. You know, it wasn't like if at certain points in my life after that, if that would have happened, you know, that could have been me. I mean, right. many times it could have been me right. doing the right thing. So it you, you ask why, and it's a tragedy to see what could have been. But, you know, I mean, it's not for me to, 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 to judge. But it did, it did you know... The resilience of us as a team, you know, it, that's another. We, most of the big things in our locker room, you know, even though the the, the make the speech TV after game two and after we we're down two nothing in Vancouver. Oh yeah, right, right, right. You know, where it was just like more or less get your heads out of your asses. You know, we are the Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> do 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 you not know? Um, you know what jersey you're wearing right there? You know and he probably said something. He never.
0: He didn't speak a whole lot, but uh, when he no, did speak, he, had, he was he, effective.
1: E.F. Hutton. E.F. Hutton talks. People
0: listen. Remember that? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I call it. He, he pulled me aside a few times. I mean, you know, I mean, he. If oh, he had no, no. something to say, though, I mean, he. But but he, ho- he he could hone in on it, though. Dude, you don't. You better.
1: <laughs> you better have your. Drawers pulled up and your suspenders tight if you want to have a uh, disagreement with Mr. Eisenman. Because that guy does not throw knives. He throws samurai swords <laughs> and he's got the greatest tongue. Like, his wit is the, be- the best. Scary. Scary, fast, scary, mean... You know, like scary, like, "Ah, ha, ha, ooh, ha, (laughs) ha, ooh,
0: you know, like all the emotions. Right, right. But you had to be ready for him because you never knew what he was going to say to you. You had to have a comeback. You know, the stuff that wasn't said,
1: just, you know, I think that if you look at it, it just showed you the like how much the care. That's all we could do to make it better was to go win it and then have that celebration. And have him back. The focus was to get him back on the ice that we did. Right. You know that was the focus, and you don't think that motivates guys. You know,
0: especially back to back and. Well, one of the most endearing pictures, obviously in Detroit Red Wing history, is you guys in Washington presenting that cu- cup to Vladdy. Yeah. I mean that's that that is a moment that I think resonates with uh, just hockey fans, just people, just people in yeah, general. It's that's, not even a sports but, photograph. It means so much. But it's
1: just people being people, and mm-hmm. it's just you know, people do that to, the, in that don't get that is not one of the major sports. I guess right. so <laughs> well. see that one on TV. But yeah, it was special and always was, and
0: continually is every time we get together and we see them. Well, you go, I I want to, we can go all over the place, and I know we can relive everything, but the 2002 team, a little bit different than the 97 and 98 oh, the teams. the Hall of Fame team. Right, man. the Hall of Fame team, a team that probably, because of the salary cap, I don't know if a team is ever going to be assembled like that again. Yeah. You know, it just Not. because it's it's financially impossible, I would imagine. Absolutely. But you're playing on that team, and that 2002 and I know you alluded to it. That two thousand and two Western Conference Final, best hockey I think I've ever seen in my life. Uh, three games go to overtime. Colorado wins two. You've got to go back and win Game Six in Colorado. Statue of Liberty play Patrick Waugh. Uh, Brendan scores, but Sergei's right there too. I mean, scores that goal, and then you wait, again. Wait. I know short You again Mall score side. another goal to shorthand. make it two nothing. So, yeah. I mean. It's it, it 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 couldn't have worked out better for you fellas. I mean, you guys had you always have had, whether you're on stage with Grinder or what. But you always That's had flair for the for it's the dramatic. For dramatic. That's you,
1: it. I, tell, I call Mike or Mike. I call Maltz my greatest decoy because <laughs> <laughs> you'll see how a lot of shots here two on one, and I just bury it, and I go what they go in, right? And they, yeah, so we laugh about it. But no. uh... What I remember about those two games because we came home and shut him out yeah, seven, seven nothing. So nothing, right? Yeah. That that just Dom, that's that's Dom Dominic Hasek at the time, was a big story coming over from Buffalo and right. being, you know, but those two games to be able to go and do that and, I mean, pff, Dom's is, Dom's a stereotypical when you say crazy goaltender because he is, but. I'll tell you, those are the two of the greatest goaltending performances back to back in clutch times. If you go and watch the games and watch some of the saves he made, you know that. So that's that was that. But uh, again, then, then that rivalry between Colorado from '96 to 02 that there would be not another rivalry like that. No, this I
0: mean that. You know, I mean, with, it was, with it was the good players. for the sports. You man. look
1: back at the players you had. Like you said, you got what do you got? Ten on ours and eight right. on theirs. the like, other
0: twenty Hall of Famers. So, now, let's go back. You come back and win again in 2008. Well, you know what, I, but, but you, I but, told but,
1: Kenny, I was sitting in his office, I said, bro, you can't win without me in the lineup since 55, so <laughs> you want me to make a comeback because I'm just not, you know, I'm, I'm ready to do it. I think I want to do it. I mean, I like to go, I you know, I told him, how about I just go play in, like, the Colonial League, and then, you know, maybe... A, a, maybe Grand Rapids I can help out and you no know, and uh, it was
0: no, well it was, you know but at that point and, and, and fellas on that 2008 team have always said that you were the consummate professional you were there for everybody you were a leader whether you were playing yeah, or not we so th- I was but
1: dude I, that was like
0: you I, were a, I a lot behind done. the scenes for that team let's put it that yeah, way yeah
1: but, but it needed it you know it it, it just needed me for, for and it needed Shelley. And it needed, you know, like, right, you don't know, right. see, it needed just Hank and Z, or Hank and, Hank and Pav, or just, I mean, that the all Mule, like, just the great, they just, like, it's, and it's what Joey did for our team. Right. More so, and I'm not saying that it was that influential, because because Murph and Joey were the, and Shannon early in the year, but, right. the, you know, but, but Joey just did that security blanket, and I think that's what I provided. Just. To know that even when I was in the line. And I didn't, you know, honestly, I didn't care how much I played. Babs knew that. I I was ready to play. I got a goal and a couple assists, you know. I mean, I remember the one that I set up, uh, uh, Huds in Dallas, and game was a big game, game four or whatever. Like, I was there. I was happy. Like, again, setting goals, I was going to come back and enjoy it on the way back and work my heart out because... For me, and just to do it again, and because I just had watched this team, and even though I was away and stuff like that, and I just, you know, just knew that I could help. Right. and, and it, I just knew that I could help this that little bit, because whether it's, you know, I, I still think I had at the time a little bit of, uh, you know, sitting on the end of the bench and not letting anybody really, like, Talk to anybody of our guys, uh, and them take you know no suit because this is ten years ago, and your right. name and your and your reputation is still made a little bit of, of
0: an impact on just
1: yeah. to don't give them that extra shot or cheap shot or you know like just play them hard but don't play them uh, don't don't
0: play them dirty when you look look at the entire career. What, who, what stands out? What moment stands out? Is it the twenty-six? And which teammates, or the significant on-ice moment besides the twenty-six? Because hey, let's be honest, we know that that's never going to be matched, probably in hockey. I mean, that was just an extraordinary <coughs> night. But uh, well, because of, because you know, because sometimes people look at you and just think, oh, it's the the twenty-six, or 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 Darren was a brawler. But as we've said, you scored many big goals for this team. I mean, you like Bob Probert. You guys were hockey players. I mean, you well, actually, and Joe, you of look. course, Joey. You all, I mean, that was the thing that's put, you know, you were tough, and if you had to be tough, but when it came down to playing the game, you all could play. Yeah,
1: well, yeah that that was the, you know, Rick Taco was my guy growing up, and that's what he wanted to be. But I, I don't think, I don't know if, you know, people realize, obviously how close to the and how important, you know, James and Ozzie and this Mike, but how really important, like Nick, Stevie, like and Paul Coffey, right. But early on, were Dino. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember Dino.
0: I just don't this day, But Give me one of the best quotes ever, Dino Cicerelli. He was Dino's quite a character. Oh my God! <laughs> but Dino, what a great
1: you know, you know the guys are talking about. It, just great teammates that are great people, just. Treat you like you know, they we all have fun with each other, but at the end of the day, when the times are tough, the guys that are there for you and you really know that they're there for you, so right.
0: you know who your friends are. Well, yeah, and
1: everybody is always concerned, you know, everybody, whether they're teammates or in the organization or whatever, it's through all my uh, ups and downs and stuff, they've uh, it's always been family and it's always been there to help me when I'm ready to get back up, do it. And it's to get to the place I am now, to, you know, living in Clearwater, Florida, playing golf, but, but being able to come back here as much and as little as I need to. Um, but to be around when there's, like, hockey season and this new rink and stuff. So it's... Uh, the my My most favorite moment or my most visit thats bad English
0: that, 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 it, it doesn't grammar doesn't matter in the in the United States anymore you can say whatever you want
1: yeah. <laughs> is uh I, I always remember two things and I think I, one of them in my book but um I was on excuse me I was on the ice for the for the final buzzer for the 97 cup. And I remember the play. It was like seven seconds left, and the faceoff was outside our end on the left in front of the penalty box, and Stevie wanted to Vladdy, and he flipped it down the ice. And I took off after, and I knew logically in my head I'm counting seconds down, and I know there's no way he could turn and shoot. And if he even shoots it as hard as it's ever been shot in the history of man, because <laughs> my dad made us, the to get the point of credit, my dad, when we were little, made it a point to pass the puck because the puck, we wouldn't pass the puck and the puck moves faster than the player. So he got us racing pucks. can't be a racing puck when they slap it down the ice. That's right. right. So I was going by that right. notion. That, yeah. So I chased it down and it was down in the far corner. So I had the panoramic turn around when the buzzer went in the in this far corner right. and looking at everybody off the bench, everything coming down. And it was so loud, it was silent, but skiing back into the pile, I got to see everything from the crowd. Wow. So I had that visual, and I always, I will always. Yeah, that's a memory you'll have forever. Oh yeah, that's like the one that's burnt into, that's the one in my next life I'm taking with me, so I know it's there. Right. Your next life? Because in... I'm into Hinduism now, so. Are you burning really? Burning. Well. Ah, that's everything else. <laughs>
0: I guess I'm not surprised that you're into anything because you, you, you've you experienced life. And I guess let's, uh, you said there was a second memory. The first one was the panoramic view. Do, do you recall what the second one was?
1: Sidetracked me.
0: Um, I, I have a habit of doing that with you. No, now. no, I, no, I
1: did, did it to myself. I was talking to myself. <laughs> um, oh, no, the second greatest was uh, at Mr. Illich's, uh after Scotty retired, in O.T. at Ms. Mr. Illich's party. Um, Scotty made it a point to tell us or whatever that sometimes it. And, and I mean shrimp cocktail. And I'm with my father-in-law standing there, and, and uh, comes up and he goes, "You know, one of the things that and you have to know, Scotty, is that he didn't really look at you when he talked." Right, right. Scott, uh, one of the less, you know things that I ever regret is that I didn't tell my players how much I appreciated them. You're my second favorite right winger to play for me next to Gila Fleur. I hope you're not mad. <laughs> 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 Almost
0: had a cardiac,
1: cardiac, right? I was, like, stripping my mouth. I was like, ah, nope, that's cool, Scotty. Thanks a lot.
0: Second favorite next to Gila, Gila Fleur. Fame. That's right. my Hall
1: of Fame moment. So, greatest coach, he dug me.
0: All right, we're going to have to wrap this up. I know your buddies are here, and you, I know, you, you, know you're, you're, you don't live in Detroit anymore, so when you're here, I know you've got... Things to do, but everybody, you know, I've known you from the moment you were in, in that penalty box. Savage the Radio,
1: baby, <laughs> Andy
0: Savage Radio T-shirt
1: on. I almost killed Shelly that night. Yep. That was that, that. He almost got Savage Radio. That yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, right. I remember right. he was going after Sergey, and then I had or I had to Hulk it up.
0: Andy Savage, a radio disc jockey at WLLZ at the time. You became you were really tight seven, with him.
1: Back the old dial.
0: Right, right. You were, yeah. You, you were, you, you, and Andy were really tight. Yeah. And he gave you this Andy Savage radio shirt. So I'm watching the Red Wing game, and you're you're in the fight, and your jersey gets ripped off, and you're skating there, and you've got the Savage Radio T-shirt on. I said, this is a guy that I'm actually going to really, really like covering. And so, uh, from here to where we are sitting on this couch, you've lived like 50 lifetimes at this point, Darren. Fans really want to know how are you doing, what are you up to, what's going on, uh, because you know you're you're one of us. You know, like I said, you might have been in Leamington and born in BC, but no. you have that Detroit soul.
1: No, exactly. But you know what the for, like I said, I mentioned about the golf, but uh, doing the things with the wings as far as marketing, PR. Obviously, this year I'll be around more in and out and stuff, and I'm blessed to have the my wife and the people in my life that I, that I do this day and like you said like look, we're looking at look at it. it's just it's a lot of the same people it's a, the same people that have been here 25 years are the good ones
0: right and it's, you can't last with me it's going to be alive
1: it is it is it's of, good, it's good, of it's, of good it's
0: good to live life and it's good to be alive uh, you do things with the Red Wing alumni I know that you play you're still part of that group uh, this year you're going to be coming up more. Uh, the Red Wing Alumni Association does a lot of things for charity as well. It's a, it's a good thing to uh, to be part of. I think Joey is still president. Joey's president. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, you sure.
1: know, I'm, uh, yeah, we're really involved in 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 far as far as uh, it's important to us. As far as the local communities and stuff. And my favorite ones uh, outdoor at Clark Park. Every year we go down there and play. And um, you know we'll look for the schedule coming up. But uh, you know. As, it gets, as we get older, the more uh, more guys, uh, as we get older, then, you know, you get more guys coming out and stuff. So our next big thing is August 26th, sexy softball game.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm there. You're it's wearing the goes. kilt. You're, You're wearing your yeah, kilt. Yeah,
1: that's, uh, that's the only, the second day, the, that day in uh, St. Patrick's Day, is the only time the kilt comes out.
0: Now, you know, I, I, I know, and this is more for, you know, all the real hardcore McCarty fans. What does Darren McCarty wear under his kilt? Um, Well, the
1: de- de- on and uh, baseball day uh, uh, probably Under Armour. On St. Patty's Day, it depends uh, what climate he's in. <laughs> all,
0: right. all right, we'll have to end it on that note, Darren. You oh, know, uh, it-
1: as always, I, heard I ended with a boomer. I like. Right, right.
0: But right. you're, you know, look, I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm, all, you know, oh. i was glad to see you. You know, you, you. You know, I I know I overstate it. Are sure he's just saying it? No, it's it's true. I'm being sincere. All right, right. now you are. When you start blushing,
1: you're sincere. Yeah,
0: I'm sincere, but thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, best of everything, and we'll see you soon. Thanks. All right, thank you.